Pickaxe. Everybody to the Triforce podcast with me, Woo! Lewis, Sips, Woo! and Perry and Flax Yay! coming to you live Woo! and uncut and only slightly censored from Bristol, Jersey, and Twickenham. Tw- oh, Twickenham. It's exciting. Nice. Hey, <laughs> what are you laughing at Twickenham for? That's I like... didn't want to say London. No, Twickenham's, Twickenham's lovely. Bristol and London. Actually, that does sound better. Yeah. should have done that. I just, yeah, Jersey's a bit, I don't know what to do about that The at middle all. of um, the ocean! Yeah, you could hell say that. So, we've been, we'd have been away a little bit, haven't we? Um, well, we've had two have. weeks off. You, you yeah, have. I've been, you you, you went away. Me and Flax, we didn't do shit for two weeks. <laughs> we didn't do shit. Did it go quick? Yeah. Uh, oh, it dragged awfully. Uh, every morning I woke up and there was a feeling of deep loss, yeah. knowing that you were not present. Um, yeah. Even in in the country, let alone in my life, on a day to day basis, and yeah, the nation was, it was reeling. Tough. I stopped eating breakfast. Yeah, the nation was reeling. Theresa May brought it up at PMQs. Um, Corbyn shouted it down, of course. Um, but yeah, it was uh, it was it was a brutal, brutal two weeks, and um, I'm only now recovering. Yeah. 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 Wow. What a, what an event. I went I went to Japan. It was um it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Um. It's pretty interesting. I mean, top, you've been top there, three memories. Top three memories from Japan. I want to hear how you got on, though. Did you yeah, see give, the, give us the, the plastic three. food, and did you go to the arcade, and did you do karaoke and stuff? Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah. I did all of that. Plastic food. Wow. I mean... It's weird, isn't top it? Top three memories. I, I ate a thing called Honey Toast, which I don't think is even Japanese. I think I, I ate it at like this Balinese place. Is that and it's honey basically on toast? Half, no, it's half a loaf of bread. Right. Literally, imagine the, a normal-sized family loaf of bread mm-hmm. okay right Un- uncut just just well cut in half i right. guess right and then unsliced you just mean? is it just unsliced. like a big chunk Sorry. of bread yeah yeah right not uncircumcised right uh, f- fully got the crust on it and everything right uh it and then just put some ice cream on the top of that motherfucker right there you go that's literally what is that? a thing. Did you get it's ice cream toast. all over your face when you tried to eat that? It was just like, it was just an ordeal. I don't know why that was even a thing. Just give me bread or give me ice cream. I don't need to have... The place that I, Those worlds don't need to collide for why me. Why bread? I, I don't know. It was it was awful. It was sort of sweetened. It was sort of sweetened bread, So, but it wasn't sweetened enough to be cake, really. Bizarre. Um, right. Do you know what I mean? I, 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 okay, like the place I had it had... A mascot, right? As everything in Japan has, it's like everything's cute. Everything's got either a little cute animal representing it or something, or a little anthropomorphized yeah. piece of bread. Or a schoolgirl. <laughs> Mr. Yeah. Sparkaloo! No, but honestly, like that was a that was a thing. Like, I saw Ronaldo, I saw doing um a, a, a I've got a picture actually. Oh, of he it, was but there? it looks like he was there. No, he was doing. Did you guys a bunch fly of... out together, or did you just like meet him when you got there? Did you teach him yeah, a few keepy uppy tricks? He had. He was advertising some. It looked like a metal set of balls. Did you right? show him to like ball up your, your feet on the carpet of the hotel? That you to get rub over on your arm. You like rub. You rub these these metal testicles on your arm, and Ronaldo's there, like trying to make it look. Cool. Good, yeah. right. you know, yeah. and he's obviously being paid to just hold this thing. It's very, it was very Mr. Sparkle. Yeah, yeah very. a lot of uh, a lot of celebrities do that. Like if you Google, there are loads of ads um, that you never I see. I thought this for stuff Japanese didn't happen products. anymore. Oh yeah, but no. Santori time and all that stuff. It's real. You know, it's like 
That's the way they do it. They they get these um, foreign celebs in. They go over on the sly. Even like like there used to be that doing adverts was seen as like the death knell of your career. Doing television, doing adverts, if you were a big star, that was like, wow, he's doing adverts? Now, like, they were seen as a bad thing. Yeah, And yeah. then I think now it's like, they're fucking everywhere. It's, it's just no part of problem. the empire now. Like, look at the Beckhams. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Like, he will advertise me. anything. That yeah. dude is, like, holding up a watermelon. Look, look at this fucking watermelon. Beckham loves watermelons. Hashtag Beckham loves watermelons. It's like, you know, it'll be anything. It could be anything. Flip-flops. Yeah. Tampons. Yeah. Anything. Garden, yeah. garden Ray, rakes. Ray-Bans. A rake. Yeah. Ray- Ray-Bans. Yeah. yeah. Or, or yeah. you know, Ray-Bans. Gillette. Or something just... Well, I was thinking of stuff he's not really advertising. I'm pretty sure he is actually advertising those things. Fanta. I don't know if he actually... <laughs> I'll, post, I'll post the pictures on Instagram of uh, Honey Toast. Because, yeah, there was like... Classic food tips was... Um, you warned me about it, but... It was everywhere. I know. Like, well, there's a whole and, industry devoted to it. There's like a, it a company that unbelievably makes. What, what is plastic food? What is plastic food? You go to if you go to a restaurant in Japan. There's always like a like a like a uh, like a display window outside the restaurant. You know a restaurant okay. because you see a glass window. Yeah. full. It's got this so, stuff. The, so imagine a glass window with a shelf inside. Okay. Yeah. And then uh, like plastic replicas of all the food you can order in that restaurant. It's meant. Mm. It's meant to sort of let you visualize oh. and make make you hungry. But actually, it just looks like you know, like you know, uh, kids' toys. You know, like the plastic like donuts and like cupcakes and and shit like that. Yeah. It kind of it kind of looks like really glossy and plasticky and not at all appetizing. And Japanese food is like. It's not it, it, it it's it's very Japanese, I guess, right? So like ima- well imagine like a plastic bowl of noodles <laughs> and, and, yeah, and try to precisely. imagine if that looks appetizing, because it doesn't. It just looks it like doesn't. a like a plastic bowl of barf, basically. Um, exactly. And then you order it and it looks pretty fucking similar to the plastic food. <laughs> actually. Yeah. But actually the it probably tastes delicious and smells nice too, but I, I, there were a couple of times when the things I ordered looked exactly like the plastic food though. Like they right. they that's the thing. Like they are they really are meticulous about like how things look. Um and the taste is totally a secondary thing often. You know, you sometimes in, in the UK, you know, you'll order something and you'll think it's going to look like, you know, nice. And it just comes in this big mess. And you're like, oh, geez. But actually, it's tasting really good. It's seasoned really balanced. It's really nice. So it's, a lot of the Japanese food I ate was actually pretty dreadful. Nice. I must say. Nice. I, I, I really struggled. Uh, not necessarily as a vegetarian. You should have gone to Subway, in general. Like they do Subway there. You could have just gone to Subway and gotten yourself like a. I popped into a Subway. Six yeah. inch. Do you know what though? Cold cut combo was, or something. It was. There was always like safety nets everywhere in Japan, right? right. Like there, there's McDonald's everywhere, there's Subways everywhere, there's Western stuff everywhere, yeah. and so therefore, like, if you ever don't want to be adventurous and don't want to try anything Japanese, you can just fucking eat a Subway salad and it was exactly the same. Or you can go to Starbucks and order a fucking exactly the same drink, like I- unbelievably identical. Yeah, like, there's like. Walking down the street and there's like a body shop there and you're like, oh, I'm out of banana shampoo. I'll just buy it from the identical store with the exact formula. Yeah. It's like a body shop next to a Lush, next to a fucking Pret-a-Manger. Did you, you, know, did it's you like, go to Disneyland? No, I didn't go. To, oh. We didn't go to Disney Sea. You no, fucking asshole. We missed out. Um, what about, like, did you go to the top of Roppongi Tower? Um... I I don't know what that is. It's like uh, so a really tall, not. really tall, like roundish looking building and you can go right to the top. It's nice. It's like a, it's we like went a to the top of the um, like we went to the top stories. of the Tokyo Sky Tree. Was the Sky Tree built when you went? 
Oh, maybe um, not. I think when I went, it was in 2007, so maybe that's I've got a like... Question. Yeah. I've got a question, and this is very important, all right? Yeah. Did you go to one of the girlfriend cafes? Oh, the maid cafes, yes, yeah. Yes, did you go to one? Yeah, yeah. Are they delightfully um, plump and, and pleasant? <laughs> Unbelievably so. Nice. Yes. They're very, uh, did you take very, pictures? Um, Would they let you? Well, that's the thing. You you have to. The one we went, you have to pay if you want to take a picture with them, and it's very awkward. Um, you have to pay. Basically, you have to pay. First of all, you have to pay for like for like the table, right? For a start, so you have to actually pay. Almost like it's like sitting down at a poker table. You have to pay to be there, right? Right. Right. And then you have to pay for food and drinks, and then you have to pay for photos with the maids if you want to take photos with right, the maids. Right, okay. So you weren't um, prepared. But they're very polite. You're pretty... They're very friendly. But you're pretty You're pretty they're, tight on money these they're, days. They so. like. They're, they call you master. Master? You know? I don't want that. Yeah. I do. That sounds great. <laughs> that sounds... I was hoping that there would be some extra little things like that just to get my juices flowing, you know? It's unbelievable. Honestly, like, I went to Japan for two weeks, and on the very last day, we went to um, Akihabara, which is the, yeah. you know, the... The, the, uh, the, 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 the nerd the, zone the, of Tokyo. The Tokyo... The, it's like the everything bad about Japan district, yeah. right? On that, I'm They're glad literally, I went. literally I, buildings filled with, like, tentacle porn and stuff. Like It is. And, 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 and anime body pillows and gachapon with under, under, used underpants in them and, and all that shit. I saw yeah. all of that stuff. And, yeah. it, and it, and it kind of, I didn't necessarily taint the holiday in a way because I'm glad I went there on the last day rather than on the first day. Yeah. Um, because Japan did not feel like, like that. It didn't feel ingenuine, though, right? It felt genuine. Like, sometimes we went to this thing early on, which was like the, the robot restaurant, okay? And basically, it's kind of this thing. Are the like robots show, delightfully almost... plump and charming? <laughs> <laughs> they, do they call you master? <laughs> you have to pay to take a picture with them and stuff? Oh, man. No, so the idea, it's like kind of like a show written by white white tourists of, of the idea of what tourists think Japan is, right? right? So the only people there were tourists. Yeah. And it was basically a load of um, these massive, really cool laser light show robots. And they sort of drive them about and shout Japanese things and do sort of speak in sort of bad English deliberately. And, every, and all the English tourists are there with their beers and they're all like, hey, oh, lol, laugh at Japan. <laughs> it was very kind of... But I, I, I so you kind felt of, right at home, and you just like you just got involved, right? You, did you? Order, yeah, you ordered and, and a sake, and you were like, oh. <laughs> that was laughing. incredibly kind of fake Japan, right? Yeah. And with all the shops that sell samurai swords and fans and and crap and and yeah. teapots and all of the all of the all the crap that you go by, you walk you walk through so much tourist shit in Japan at the touristy areas, and then going to Akihabara at the end didn't feel like it was fake. It felt genuinely creepy and weird um, to see all of this. And really uncomfortable, actually, to see. It felt, Akibara felt super grimy compared to the rest. Did you go into a multi-level karaoke bar and also an arcade filled with businessmen in business suits? Oh, my God. We did, totally, yeah. And all of these things that you said I would see were exactly there, Sips. It was like it was like you prepared me completely for this trip. Mm. Um, There's lots of like little like quirks that that just make it such an interesting place. But you have to sort of like yeah. We, I went. Um, I did anything, everything, and 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 some of it was some of it. I have really odd sort of things to say about it in a way. Like you, you know, the arcades, for example. Like we went into this. Um, into this arcade, and the first three stories of the arcade, the Sega building, right? Yeah. Sega like make like all of their money 
from pachinko and and arcades. And uh, like, right, did you go into any uh, pachinki parlors? Yeah, oh yeah, they're yeah. But oh my nuts, god, they're, they're so loud. They're just like they're, an assault on is, every sense. That oh my you god, have. it is every sense. I know. Okay, it's crazy. It is your ears, your eyes. It's and also the smell, like because these things used to be full of people smoking, right, yeah. back in the day, and even and now they absolutely stink. Of smoke and just filth and years of sweat and gross people spilling beer and people just fucking like just, grinding fucking, away on these it's ball disgusting. machines. Yeah. Are you, you talking about my office like... or a pachinki parlor? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I come into my little office quite often and I think, damn, P Flex, you gotta open a fucking window or something. I, I keep oh, the window man. open all the time, but now it's getting colder. I have no, noticed it was, it it was like hunk. walking into a bus station where all of the buses were parked in there, just revving their engines, you know, filling the fucking place. Up. That's what it was like walking into these places. And actually, there's no smoking in them anymore, but because I think they had so many years of smoking in them, they are just unbelievably hard to, to, to scrub I, you know, that I also think a lot of the, the people probably playing are smoking outside and then coming in, and that, that smell yeah. travels, man. I, mean, I just if, imagine, if you, like, the entire cast from that scene in Deer Hunter, you know, when they're, do, when they're <laughs> playing Russian roulette. Yeah. I, I imagine, like, all these, like, sweaty Asian men with, like, like, you know, like, dress shirts that are, like, half buttoned up. Just like screaming at each other and playing pachinki and smoking and like Did him out. yeah yeah exactly like that's slapping that's, each other across I didn't the face. Even, I couldn't even go in one, Lewis. Like we walked by many, but it was just so fucking overwhelming. We were so scared to go in. We just didn't know well, like no, what the fuck yeah. was going on. So we never. Wait, went I felt in like one. I had to challenge myself to do this stuff, but I I couldn't breathe. I felt like I was fucking suffocating. Yeah. I mean, I I was climbing up the um, Sega building, and obviously the first three stories are like pri these prize machines, right? The grabber arm, arm machines, but they're all not like what you see on on a Clacton or you know Brighton Pier. It's all kind of very. They're, they're basically very exclusive grabber machines, right? So the grabber machine is for this like limited edition figurine yeah. of an anime that you can only get in this grabber machine, okay? And so you have to kind of try and complete the grabber machine. But the grabber machine it only has one one box in it, right? One box on this 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 kind of um, these two metal bars. And what you have to do is you have to lift up the box and drop the box. That's all the grabber machine does. And sometimes the box like drops at an odd angle, which drops it through the slot. Yeah. And most of the time, the box just falls again back where it was. And so you see these people just picking up the box, dropping the box, picking up the box over and over again until they've repositioned it so it falls and drops down. And, you know, it must cost, like, hundreds of pounds, but... I th I, it's entirely luck based. Well, you know obviously. the you know how this stuff works though. Like in yeah. like Pachinki, like those grabber machines. There's so in Japan, gambling is illegal. Uh, but, right. But gambling as an industry is a multi-billion-dollar industry in Japan. Oh, absolutely. In, in, a, in a country where it's illegal, because the way that they do it is that all the prizes are toys, and what you do is you. You win, you win a prize, you win a toy, or you pick a toy with whatever, how many pachinki balls you have or whatever. And then literally around the corner in an alley next to the pachinki parlor is like a, a booth where you sell the toy to a guy. Exactly. For, yeah. for cash. <laughs> and, that's, <laughs> and, that's, and that's how it works. That's the loophole. That's how they get around it. And if you don't want to buy, if you don't want to go into the prize parlor and gamble on getting that limited edition figure, Reen, they are for sale at the building next door. <laughs> of course. Yeah, yeah, of course. It's a fucking um, crazy we, place. Eh? Like, I liked, um, I liked uh, Shibuya. I liked, like, um, like, the big crossing and stuff. I think we stood at that train station for hours and just watched, like, floods of people, like, crossing over every time, like, the lights went, went green and stuff. 
stuff. It was just, it was really cool. But we never, we it's didn't really leave cool. Tokyo though. We, we didn't, we didn't, we were in Tokyo for about, I think 10 days and we're, there was more than enough to do in the time that we were there. Holy shit. You're not wrong. I think next time we go, we'll try to venture out to like, um, you know, like try to see like Mount Fuji and go to maybe like mm. uh, Kyoto or like Osaka or something like that. Like uh, there's, there's some really other interesting places that are a, li- a little bit more sort of off the tourist trail, I think. Like I think, yeah. I think tourists definitely just flock to Tokyo and it's a little bit easier because even, even though it's very like uh, westernized and geared up for like tourism and stuff, we, like I found when I went that nobody spoke any English. Like there's definitely this massive language barrier and it was sometimes hard to do stuff. But uh, overall, I, f- I found that really in, in Germany, very few people speak English as well well it's weird though we we expect everybody to speak english but like like i mean it's it i I guess it's like a common enough like sort of business and 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 technology language or whatever but like it's it's such a strange expectation like to go to a a completely foreign country with millions of people in it and just be like how come nobody speaks my language here like it's (laughs) kind of dumb but so so yeah the sky tree i went up that that was like it was it's it's massive um it's the tallest tower in the world and the second tallest structure in the world um after the one in dubai um the burj khalifa and it, it you literally it's like looking out of an airplane window when you're up the top of it nice um it's it was so yeah it wouldn't have been finished when you went how, um, think, how um, did you how did you travel lewis did you travel in premium economy or better yeah we're premium economy. Well, nice. it, was, it was way too. It was like it was like four grand a ticket to go on um, business, and I was like, oh, I'm not paying, paying oh, that. Man. So, um, no, I spent the money mostly instead on on like slightly nicer hotels because I I I've, I knew that the hotels would be very very small. Mm-hmm. Um, so I spent like I thought I spent like two hundred to one hundred fifty to two hundred quid a night on hotels, which isn't. Too bad. Did you have a mecha um, toilet as well? Like, was it? Did you have the? Did you have the control panel with the mist settings? Oh, holy and fucking the shit! Lights well, this stuff? is the second thing, right? If the first thing that's memorable about Japan is the honey toast. The second thing that's memorable is is the toilets, right? I went. I was in this shopping mall, um, and I went into the toilet. And um, wait, was well, it? Was it all, like? Did it have a massive, massive Sony store in it? The shopping mall? Fucking, you name it, Sips. It was like mind, mind blowing. I went to, I went to the shopping mall. It was like kind of like on an island, like close to like a rainbow bridge. <laughs> like it, it's like, but it was like sort of out, like out of the city, out of the way a little bit. But holy fuck, it was enormous. And and like the centerpiece to the mall was just this huge Sony store and it was just filled with like camcorders and fucking, you know, like the usual TVs, like all, all the all the sort of like uh Hallmark Sony stuff or whatever. But oh, it was it was huge. I yeah. There's, there's like that. a nine-story tech department store yeah. called Yodabashi Camera, right? Fuck. And walking around that, it was like there was an entire floor, like a quarter of the floor dedicated to fucking telescopes. Like <laughs> shit you not. <laughs> That's there amazing. There was like a thousand telescopes and there was like a thousand binoculars. And I'm like fuck me and you know there was like the headphone section was like just stretched into the distance i was like how many different kinds of fucking headphones can there possibly be god um no it was it was was it like an episode of simpsons where you turned up to the headphone section and then you saw like uh you know beats by dre and then you were looking at a pair and dr dre was standing right next to you like looking at a pair as well (laughs) well and he was like like, modeling them like and then 
He's like, I just get a paid here. You know, doing that. But that's how Dr. Dre speaks. Um, no, so, so fucking toilets, right? Uh, before we get too distracted, they, 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 the people talk about this in Japan a lot, and there is an absolute gulf of, 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 of gap between toilets. Like sometimes you'll be at like one of the nicest touristy areas in, in the city, and you walk into the toilets, and it's just a fucking hole in the ground. Do you know what I mean? With a, literally a, an Asian man with a hose pipe standing there. Uh, outside the door and, and you, you like sort of you know you know squint at him and he sort of nods and you sort of go in there and then after you finish he goes in there with that hose pipe and like hoses you down no that's almost like what it feels like right yeah it's really fucking old school as fuck and then you go into like a random fucking place and they've got the most high-tech toilet you've ever fucking seen in your life right and it fucking this so what this one toilet okay i went in and the, the toilet first, so I stepped into the into the stall, and the, the toilet seat lifted up as, as I went in, and it was it was painted to look like a, a like a an orca or like a whale, and as it opened, like it made like a squeaking noise that was like just the toilet seat was lifting up because it was a little bit old, right? But it sounded like like an orca <laughs> making a noise, almost <laughs> like saying "piss in my mouth," right? And, I was like, little don't actually need a piss. No. So I guess I'm going to shit in your mouth. Oh. Uh, so, <laughs> so I felt incredibly like uncomfortable taking a shit in the mouth of this like fucking orca whale, basically. And then afterwards, it's got this massive control panel, right? And one of them is, you know, it's basically B-Day functions. First of all, this toilet seat was warm as well. The toilet seat was actually warm. Yeah, so oh, yeah. I, I thought that someone had been in there previously and been sat there. Yeah. So I'm sat there, really uncomfortable, taking a shit in a mouth of an animal, basically, yeah. which I'm feeling. And then the and seat is warm. you feel his warm lips around, around <laughs> exactly. the contour of your ass. Nice. Which like is that. really unnerving. Nice. And then after I'm done... I have to press the fucking the the B day button, right? Where it sort of it goes ah, and it like it sprays out B day up your ass at you know, but it was warm water as well. Oh. It was warm. Well, it fucking would you have to be. It to be freezing it like, cold ice water up your ass. It was like a yeah, walker was yeah, it would just spitting pucker up hot, your rim like warm, there's no tomorrow if it was lukewarm water up my. Ass. It was like it was unbelievably of a, on the oddest. Most uncomfortable experience I've ever had in my life. It was that very wasn't, disrespectful. That wasn't water. That was orca piss. Right? Yeah. It's a Orc quick warm, You shit in his warm, mouth, he pisses on your orca ass. orca piss, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, I did enjoy that um, experience, but it profoundly affected me, and it was right. weird. And, and I think that that's a lot of the things, like, I think, I think Japan, like, I kept, I kept coming back to these four words, right? It's all right bit weird right. and that was that was pretty much japan in a nutshell for yeah. me like everything was fine it was just a bit kind of hard to put your finger on it sometimes but a bit weird yeah i wonder like, what they think of england like if they when they come here i wonder if they think it's all right bit weird like they use the toilet and it doesn't sing to them no i think japan's they, they one of those unique and, countries where you're guaranteed to have some warm water sprayed up your ass at some point Regardless of how long you're there, but do they like, uh, do they understand that they're a bit kooky and strange, or do they think the rest of us are crazy? Uh, you know, is it like if you go to a crazy person's house and they've got sausages hanging from the ceilings on strings to keep away the vampires or something, and you you don't? Do they walk in and go, "Fuck, this guy's nuts"? Like, do they do they see us as being just boring, or do they think our lack of girlfriend experiences in bars 
and special pot, toilets pot and all, the rest and of it. all that shit, plastic <laughs> food. Piss. Are they like, yeah. man, people in England are crazy. You have to order your food off a menu. You don't know what it looks like. There's no mock-up of it in the window for you to see. Or, or is it, I, I don't know, I'd love to talk to someone from Japan I who hasn't spent it, much time over here, came over here and was like, wow, these are all the weird fucking things I that mean, you guys anywhere do. I've ever been where there's been Japanese tourists, though, they seem really fucking happy to oh, be yeah. there. So I, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna venture that they're they're pretty excited about other cultures and stuff and Well they spent they, all they that probably, time I guess. They probably don't look down on them. They just I think they're just interested and they probably like being home but they probably I mean, maybe I'm generalizing a little bit. No, no, but they're good tourists. They're very, yeah, they are. They're very, they're very well mannered. Like, like they you know, are, they yeah. don't. They're, they're not like you know, they don't go places and just get pissed and scream and cause trouble and stuff like that. True. Like they're like English tourists. people do. Like they're just really. They just seem really like nice and laid back. And I guarantee they, they don't go to England and they're like, they don't speak Japanese. <laughs> Bizarre. You know, we go to Japan. They're like, none of them speak English. It's yeah, like, yeah, of course. I mean, <laughs> You're in I mean, another I, country. I, 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 I think that the, the, I, the that that last day of being exposed to scary young n- nerdy weird creepy sort of Japan was was a bit upsetting in a sense because <laughs> right. I'd had sort of thirteen days of kind of fourteen days of being really enjoying Japan right um, and kind of had had like. I mean, I think like food wise. I mean, the other thing I want to say really about about food wise is like food. The food was generally pretty fucking bad, right? Like, like especially they mostly eat. The number one food is this tonkatsu, which is the the sort of deep fried pork and stuff. And and oh, look, I'm sure like maybe I just went to the wrong places. I only had sushi twice in the entire time I was there. Um, once was at the um, fish market, right, in the morning. Yeah. I had it for breakfast, which was super weird. And it was really amazing, you know, it changed my life, blah, 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 all this shit. I've had pretty good sushi before, but it, it, sushi's nice. It's fine. And But but so, but we had, sometimes we went for like these more traditional Japanese meals, which I get, I don't know what the analog of that is in Britain, right? Like, like for example, like, we went to a Japanese tea ceremony, okay, and in a way, it'd be like it feels it'd a little be like haggis and stuff like that, you know, like like it feels like a little bit like an English tea ceremony, like you know, you you go to a country house and there's a tea shop, and you go there and you sit overlooking the gardens and maybe the le- the, the little lake and the, the little thingy, yeah. and you have your your lovely pot of tea, and, and the you queen is China, there, and like Charles and has his fucking knee socks on and his with shorts cream on. and shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And there's like some schoolboys there with and saying, "Mummy, mummy, um, could you pass the sugar, please?" <laughs> yes, Tarquin, you've had enough sugar for today. Anyway, um, it's mommy, literally. Mommy, can you pass the crack pipe, please, Tarquin? <laughs> we're out of crack. <laughs> there's no more crack for you, Tarquin. Now go and shit in that orca's mouth, Tarquin. So, so no, we, it, it felt like there were these parallels, and in a way, like I guess we, I think, I think as Brits, we're quite polite, at least, or, or at least we feel like we are compared to the, you know, we always say, oh, the Americans, they're always loud and brash, and you know, the Germans are always in your face, pushing in, putting their beach towels on the, on the, you know, do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. We, we sort of have. I feel like, in a way, England. I'm as I'm, I wasn't surprised by the politeness at all. I thought the politeness was very refreshing, and I liked it. Okay, <laughs> I like being polite. I like queuing. I like places where you there's organised places to queue. Do um, they like queuing in Japan? They big on queuing. 
They're big on queuing. They've even got little areas yeah. for when the tube tube stops. Oh, I like they that. They all queue. Rather than in London, where you queue, where the, the tube is just a melee, there's actually very specific got, areas where you stand in their, on the tube. In their, in their subway system, they have, like, people, like, it's it's generally students who are, like, pushers. And they, because yeah. they, the volume of people trying to get on these trains is is so, so much, these guys just, like, help at the back by pushing, like, hordes well, of people uh, that onto is, the that trains. Is a, that Jesus. is a thing. I, 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 I traveled around a lot, and we were around in Russia a lot, and we actually never bumped into that. I think it only happens at the busiest stations. And, and weirdly, um, on the day I traveled back to the UK, the trains were all cancelled all the way from Bristol to London. And so I had to take some other route. And it was busy. The trains were more jammed in England than I had ever experienced them in two weeks of Japan. Oh, just, the just, trains just in just England are say, fucking shambles, though. Like. They are fucking a disaster. Yeah. You know it took me five doing? hours to get from London to Bristol, right? Yeah. And it took me two hours to go four times as far from fucking... Tokyo to Osaka, like like across the like like across the entire fucking country. I, I watched this. I, I watched this documentary about um, the British rail system, and since it, it became like privatized and and everything, and it was really interesting because they were saying that um, the the big shareholders in the private companies of the the rail lines in Britain are normally foreign governments. So like yeah. fr- France and Germany are huge investors in these private companies that run the train lines in Britain. Um, and in a roundabout way, it's really strange that every time you're sitting on a train in Britain and having a miserable time and paying through the nose to, to do it, you're actually subsidizing French and German um, rail um, travelers <laughs> in their own countries who have like much better services and uh, like just a much better system. Uh, so do you know, so, do you know why? Cause we, it's crazy. we are shit at complaining. Like we are, we are actually shit. We'll, we'll moan historically. That is the way British people are. We'll, we'll moan to each other, but we won't actually do anything about it. And I think the problem is there's not much we can do at this we point. We don't really have much for choice, about, though. That's the thing. But if, if you like, if you if you look at a lot of other countries, I think there'd be a lot more protests. People would complain, and I think people would complain higher up the ladder. Like it's not just about consumers not complaining; it's about people who make decisions not complaining, and people higher up from them not complaining and just going, "Oh well, that's just the way it is." A I don't know. Like, deal. I don't know. Like, don't let's not go into old granddad politics about this. Come let's on, not come worry on. about We're it. We're almost granddads, pretty much. So. That's true. So anyway, let's get we back don't, to. We don't complain. If you go, if you go to a restaurant in America, you you'll hear people saying, "Excuse me." I ordered so and so, and this is slightly wrong. But are you, oh my you god, don't yeah, oh my god, yeah. Like, like, in America, I it's crazy. I never ever complained in Japan to the point where I, I was like terrified of upsetting people, right? Because everyone was so lovely and so polite. Like, went out for this incredibly fancy. We stayed in a um, Japanese guest house, like a ryokan, right? And we had a um, uh, a kaiseki, which is like the, the classic. Like the, the traditional Japanese meal, just just for fun, basically. It's, it's, it's like going to a posh restaurant and having a, a really weird meal yeah. that you're not really going to enjoy, but it's like an experience. Like I a guess. haggis. Like, going to a restaurant always... and having a haggis. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's something you could tell people yeah, about. Yeah, it's like one of those, it's, it's something you, you've heard a lot about. It's like very traditional and stuff, and you think like, I can't, 
I can't go to Scotland and not have haggis. It just wouldn't I be see. right. And then you go exactly. and you have it. You're like, fuck me. Why did I do this? This is Kill me. Yeah. Kill me right awful. now on the spot. Um, Somebody execute and me. So, so we went to this fucking place and, um, you know, they bring you like out all of this weird shit. So anyway, we're sat wearing... Um, Fucking these, these these robes, yeah, yeah. like uh, yukata, and we're sat there on the floor, like at this really nice table in this really nice sort of bamboo. Did you place. have to wear the, the sandals and stuff? Yeah, and it's just oh. just me and me and um and Your the dad. person I'm with. Your mom, my dad, my dad. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's just me and me and me and my friend and we're there yeah. and um so we're like eating this stuff okay it was ronaldo and wasn't it it's 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 so disgusting okay like like but but so we're on our own but because the walls are so thin you can kind of hear them outside and you're sort of you don't want to so we're sort of whispering like oh my god what's this anyway that it's like you're eating like a potato shaped like a ball sack and it's like cold and fucking disgusting and then you're eating like a the fishiest like olive tasting thing and like then an anchovy and like a whole load of sweet bean curd that just like tastes like I feel like, like you need to have sugar somebody pill. there with you like uh almost a like a, like a tour guide or something yeah. for sweet yeah. stuff yeah. like that. I think I think that's like way too much of a deep dive. But anyway, it was it was it was fine. We had a it was fine. But then but obviously the person I'm with um was like retching and like like couldn't couldn't do it and so I felt really bad so I was like trying to help out and like like finish their stuff oh, as well. Yeah, Dad's no spring chicken either. Like <laughs> why did you fucking take him to that? Jeez. And so and so they referred to me as the human dustbin at one point. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, "You're my human dustbin." Oh and my I was, god! I was like, "That is the least flattering thing I've ever been called wait, in my wait. life." But they didn't mean it like that. They meant it like, "Like, thank you. You're saving me. You're my human dustbin." Like, because there was nowhere to spit this food out. Right? There was nowhere to like hide this food or like, you know. And because if they'd come in. And seem like, oh, didn't you like it? And we'd have to be like, oh, no, it wasn't wasn't very nice. You know, or, or like, do you know what I mean? We had to like, so I was just, and it was like course after course of this. And by the end of it, I'm like, I can't fucking take this anymore. Oh, and so fuck. we had all of this fucking crazy overflavored shit. And then the last thing they fucking bring you is like a massive bowl of cold noodles. And it's like, what the fuck am I supposed to do now? It's like... They, they bring you this, like, fucking random fish slime with fucking prawns and lotus fucking sandwiches and half a loaf of bread with honey on it and all this fucking shit. And you finish off in this fucking cold bowl of noodles. And you're like, what the fuck? <laughs> Japan. <laughs> where, where is where is that acceptable? What, I mean, what would the equivalent of that be in the UK, right? Uh, it's like you've had, this, you've had, like, a Sunday dinner, okay? And you've had everything. Yeah. You've had all the trimmings. No, and then you're still hungry, and then they bring you out, like, a prepared Tesco sandwich, like a, like just like yeah. a, like an egg mayonnaise, or not even <laughs> that, bread. just uh, just some Tesco white bread slices yeah. in a fucking bowl. And I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? There's no there's nothing to dip it in. There's no sauce. It's cold. Oh, it's like, fuck. what am I doing with this? Do I eat this, or am I just supposed to like? Is it like something to look at? Do I rub my fucking fingers on it? I don't know. Anyway, like there were so many experiences like that, and fine. it was just fine. It was fine, but it was a bit weird. Yeah. Do you think you'll ever go back? 
I mean, I think there's there's a whole shitload to do. I mean, we 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 only did Tokyo, like you said, really for a week, and then but we also went to Kyoto for a week, and that was pretty awesome. We went to Osaka, but Osaka's a little bit like Birmingham. Um, well, it's like the second biggest city, but uh, yeah. there's fuck all to do. Well, Osaka's big thing is uh, is sumo, and if it's if it's not the season, uh, if it's not like uh, if it's not like in season where there's like um, you know sumo fights happening and stuff like that, I think it's I think there's not that much to do there. Like I think you're probably right. It's just like a big lived in city but i think it could be exciting if you want, went to like a big like su- sumo tournament or something like that they've got universal studios there but i've been to the one in fucking america which what, i feel what like is universal what? studios it's like a, it's, it's like, a, like theme park. a it's a theme park yeah it's like it's like this it's like disney, it's like disney. but it's I got mean, it's got all properties. the ips for universal so like there's so like indiana a, jones so, and, but, but are um, there rides even. It's are like, there rides yeah or? yeah there's like like a lot of um like we went to the one in uh, in LA a couple of years ago. It's really good, and uh, there it's was good, like a Simpsons ride, but it was like a like a like a like a simulator sort of thing. So you're like inside like a a roller coaster car, but you're in front yeah. of like this big screen. I see. Um, and it moved, it moved it. around and stuff. It was, it was it's okay. It's like just a big theme park. Um, There's um, like what a, is what is what is the Epcot Center? What is that? That's a Disney thing. So that's at, at uh, Disney World in Orlando. And what is and Epcot? It was, it was Walt Disney's sort of like wanted to make like a, a the the World of Tomorrow sort of thing. You know, like it, I see. it's like a cultural celebration. So like I see. around the Epcot Center, there's like eight or nine different sort of like um, mini sets of like different cultures. So there's like a mini Italy and like a mini Japan and like a mini of uh, Canada and, and stuff like that. Yeah. And, and then the there'll big, be like these little yeah. restaurants that serve the, the food and stuff. And then inside the actual Epcot Center, there's like a ride. But like... So Walt Disney World in Florida has like loads of different theme parks there, basically. Yeah. And you... It's not just one theme park. Epcot Center is one of the parks. It's 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 it, it is it it's it's definitely like the worst park in terms of fun. It's, it's, yeah, <laughs> it's like the least well known one yeah, as yeah. well. I think it stands for. Hang on, I, I can look it up. It stands for something, doesn't Epcot, it? Epcot. It it, it uh, it's like um, community experimental of tomorrow. prototype yeah. community of tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, something go. like that. That's yeah. what it stands for. They <laughs> had a um for a time. I don't know if it's still there, but in 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 the actual Epcot like dome thing um it's like a big ball right they had like a nasa um ride like a like a yeah, zero gravity it was supposed sort to be of like thing. the world of tomorrow yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, well, I don't know if it's still there but uh, it was apparently pretty cool but yeah there's the, like the other parks are, are much more exciting like especially if you're with kids and stuff like if you take your young kids to the epcot center they're they're not gonna like they'll, they'll just want to go back to like you right know, Imagination Land or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, fuck. Like, like there you go. Like, I don't know. You know, Japan. It was, it was amazing. Like, I had a great time. I think the thing I, it, that Japan's a weird place, right? Because everything is art, right? Like, the food is really artistically done. The the, the writing, the calligraphy is very artistic, um, or at least I don't know. It's because I guess I can't read it that it looks pretty to me. It's like pretty patterns. I don't know. Like, but in a, in, a, in a strange way, they take a lot of care and design around the calligraphy and stuff. It's, it's a big thing, calligraphy. It was very interesting to hear about Japan. I've, I've wanted to go for a long time, but now you've, you've made me think twice. Thanks. Oh, it's worth going. It is worth <laughs> it's, going. It, it's worth. It's worth. Going. Got, you, you definitely have to experience it, Flex. I think you. I think you'd actually enjoy I'm it. I'm just. I'm just thinking. Like the kids might actually enjoy it a lot 
because they love bonkers stuff and like well the the like in japan like their their economy like hinges off of like um the the spending habits of like children uh, more more notably like 13 year old girls so like i think your kids would have a great time I like that like everything is geared up for like um, people to spend money on yeah. their kids over there. Like, there's like, oh my god, these yeah. massive like, like stationery shops where you can buy oh, like fucking Hello shit. Kitty notepads and like, like I said, the character and the, the cuteness and, is definitely something yeah. you notice. They yeah, like, like it, yeah. I don't know. It's just it seems like sometimes they they, they the stuff is thought through and they take care and they get stuff. It's strange. Like you know, arriving at the airport, we went to like the first thing we do was, was go to pick up our um, like rail passes, right? Which gave us like access to use any of the rails we wanted. And I think it was worth it in the end. But um, you go and pick up your rail pass, and you know, there's like they pipe in like bird sounds into the station, and then the, the station has like a little cute mascot, and it's like playing stuff, and there's like Hello Kitty stuff everywhere. And you go and pick up your passes, and, and in the pass waiting room, there was like all these little pictures of cute dogs and stuff and yeah. like what someone's corgi was in there and it was like it was just the announcer the overly woman cute. who announces everything on the tannoy has a very cute like voice and stuff yes and, and the, 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 the san stuff like those those sanrio characters are fucking everywhere like the hello kitty but also the little rilakkuma one and all the other super unbelievably cute characters are are everywhere like you go you're trying to get some flipping sandwich for lunch and you have to pick between like these cute ones, and these cute ones. And yeah. it's, 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 I don't know. It's like, it's very cute. It, it got overwhelming actually after a while. I was like, I'm absolutely sick of seeing fucking God. Hello Kitty on everything. Yeah. Christ. You just wanted to come back. You just, you were just so pleased to land in Heathrow and there just be like really loud, weird sirens making noise just for the sake of it. And people at the same time, littering like, and spitting on the floor and stuff. And like, so, so I think generally like that's generally Japan is, is, is the same, but different, right? So it's, it's, it's all these things that I've said, but a lot of stuff that's very familiar and comfortable and you never I never felt threatened I never felt like I was I was in a foreign country and I was lost I never felt like it was anything different because because of the western influence right you walk some some streets I walked down were literally all just it looked like a street in in London you know a really nicely put together street in London it was like there was like a, a Paul Smith a Burberry like I said like all of these flipping it was just English shops all the way down um, and Western shops, and then you go around the corner, and it's all Western shops again, and American shops, and and like there there, were, there didn't seem to be many Japanese chains, if you like. It felt like most of the chain stores that you saw again and again were these Western stores. Some obviously a lot of clothing stores and stuff were Japanese, and some and there were a lot of my, Japanese. My like, friend said that there's a there. tendency in Japan for them to put jumbled English words on T-shirts without really knowing yeah. what the words mean. So yeah. you'd see some you'd see a t-shirt that says something like Coca-Cola Holocaust. And right. they just put those words on in the t-shirt. They don't you know, because they're not they don't have no idea what it says. They just think it looks cool. And because it's English, it's like, hey, English words on a t-shirt. Well, did I you mean, see much of that? You, you, yeah, I, I bought two t-shirts. One said, I speak Trapanese. I don't know what that even means now. And the other one I bought said stay lit. Nice. I mean, it's, <laughs> I mean, it's the same as like over here. You know, you see, you see, you, you see people like, you, like people love the um, the sort of like 
uh, you know, like Japanese like symbols and, and, yeah, and stuff no, like exactly. that. You know, I people get tattoos with them on and stuff, and they probably just say dumb shit like, you know, like. Oh yeah, there's a web, there's a website. Actually, it's a Twitter account I follow called Shit Tats. It's <laughs> at Shit Tats, and it's just terrible <laughs> tattoos that people have had. Like, oh my god, some of them are so fucking bad. I recommend it at Shit Tats. I don't know if they're still tats. going, but yeah, but it's fucking hilarious. Oh my god, it's fucking so 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 the, the other big thing I did was a lot of walking around. Right, okay. I didn't really get any buses anywhere. I never got a taxi anywhere. I used the subway quite a lot, but I, I mostly just walked to a station, got on the subway, got out, walked around. Um, so I did a lot of walking, but it was nice. The weather was nice. Um, compare, comparatively, like I was shorts and t-shirt, but I was the only guy wearing a fucking shorts and t-shirt. Do you know what I mean? Everyone else in all the locals. No, no one wears t-shirts or shorts at all. Like I think I didn't see any Japanese people ever wearing no. shorts. Well, they're or, all too busy wearing like their t-shirt. panda onesies and Pikachu uh, onesies. No, and they stuff, were right? they were very homogenous in the sense like they they dress very modestly, but also similarly. Like generally, like I, I think they do. They it's not kind of good to stand out necessarily from the crowd. No. at least that's the impression I got. Certainly, I was. I wasn't necessarily someone who was weird and stared at because this tourist is so prevalent um, that, you know, we're, we're, it's just a part and parcel of the, they've seen it all before kind of thing. It's not, it's not like I'm unusual, but certainly I wasn't any, did you I run into any Yogscast fans while you were there? No, not, not no, one. You didn't no. get, you didn't get, not even once. No, not even. I got a lot of tweets and stuff about people from people saying, Oh yeah, I'm here. You know, I'm around the corner from that, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I work here, blah, blah. but I, I didn't a, ever bump into I'm, one. I'm in an alley with a knife. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a gun. Well, uh, so no, we, we, we. I think I, I walked around a lot of um, Kyoto. Was was much different. I mean, Tokyo was everything in everything. Like it's London and New York and is Kyoto every, everything. Kyoto is where the uh, Nintendo headquarters is, isn't it? Yeah, it is actually. Did you go there? But, I mean, that doesn't really make any difference. Did you turn I up mean, and it, say it, I've got a meeting with the? Uh... Super Mario. Uh. <laughs> I mean, it's not. It's not. There's not anything you can go to there. It's to where they where their offices are. It's certainly not where. No, yeah. you, you can't. T- you, you can't see it, or there's nothing there to see. No. Um, and Kyoto is is you can't move for like shrines and temples. You know, we went. I, I think I saw about fifty or sixty shrines and temples as I went around. Yeah, I think Kyoto is sort of like the. Um, uh, it's not like it. It's not like like um, the the capital, like technically, but I think it's like sort of like the cultural sort of like capital. It, it definitely is that. I mean, I think that it was one of these places. It was originally um, not bombed too badly in World War Two because yeah. they wanted to leave targets for the atom bombs, and Kyoto was at the top of the list for the atom bomb. But the then Secretary of of War, I think, uh, had honeymooned in Kyoto and said. This is this would really not be a good idea to bomb this place because if anything it'll it'll it's like it's like the historical. <laughs> Come on, boys! Japan. We're gonna bomb another place instead. I had my honeymoon in Kyoto. <laughs> exactly, and, he, and I think it would probably probably the right decision um, because man, it's it feels like as much as it, I mean it was still bombed into the ground, <laughs> um, and you know that's why most of these Japanese cities are grid like, like the American yeah, sort well, of they cities because they're. 
Yeah. Well, I, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, I my sympathy right oh, there. Anyway, <laughs> look, let's not talk about that side of things. But uh, man, it was um, it was fucking it was great. Like walking around Kyoto was lovely. I really enjoyed it. I'd go back definitely. Like lots of really cool places to see. Lots oh, of really good, nice shrines. Really I'm glad nice you had temples. a nice trip. This is the first time you actually went away somewhere since you've pretty much started doing YouTube stuff as well, right? Like when was the last yeah, time you actually went was, on a two week vacation and just did vacation I think vacation all of my stuff. other vacations have been fake inverted commas vacations because I've always been in LA yeah. to do something. Exactly, or, yeah, yeah. Or I've been at San Francisco for, for this thing or Germany for Gamescom yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So well, let's... welcome back, Lewis. And as I understand it, happy birthday. Oh, on shit, sa- yeah, Saturday, it's right? your birthday this weekend. Oh, my God, oh. yeah, I'm, I'm 34. Hang on a second, hang on. Alexa, sing happy birthday. Happy birthday to you. There you go, Lewis. Happy birthday to oh, you. Oh, you like that? Thanks. Birthday, no problem. It's filling the void in my heart right now. There you go. Done. That was that. Was, she was actually quite quite pleasant. Yeah, and, better singing voice awkward. than I've got. Yeah, I know. Yeah. It's a little bit robotic, I guess. But did you see that? Was... Sips couldn't even be asked to sing Happy Birthday to you. He gets his fucking robot to do it. Well, yeah. she did it that's, better than that's I. Tragic. My, I'm tone, Does she let I'm you deaf, shit so. in her mouth? Um, she yeah. she sprays uh, white hot orca piss up my ass every day, which I Honestly, really one of appreciate. The toilets, one of the toilets I went to sprayed water so strongly up my ass. It, I think it was gonna, It was like trying to fucking drill like, into like my... It's like an enema. It's just like a little uh, it enema. It really was a very uncomfortable experience. <laughs> it was drill, like damaging. Drill into my core. My, my tender anal skin. <laughs> oh, uh, that's really <laughs> arousing, actually. This well, I'm sorry to Can we? I want to. I want to just get back to a point we touched on earlier in the podcast, sure. where we were talking about men smoking in a pachinki parlor, and and Flack sort of said about his office how it gets really smoky as well. Um, my garage is constantly in a shroud of vapor these days, and uh, so much so that sometimes my wife opens the door to come in to like you know give me some tea <laughs> or or whatever. <laughs> And the other day she came in and she was like, holy Christ. I was like, what? what's, what's going on? She's like, it's like fucking smoggy in here. What are you doing? And I was like, nothing. I'm just like having, having a little vape once in a while or whatever. She's like, this cannot be good for you. I was like, well, I mean, maybe not. She's like, open a fucking window. Are you crazy? I was well, like, well, maybe I, I should. I remember you said to me like that you were trying to your wife wouldn't let you get a vape right and you were trying to convince her and you finally managed to convince her by saying I'm only going to use the vape when I'm away <laughs> yeah. and it's the slippery oh, fucking slope no, isn't it I know. and now you're just sitting no, there in this big fucking cloud no, like hotboxing the garage it's bad for me I know but I love it and, well, you know it's what nicotine you know, it's incredibly addictive yeah you, you, and you know what's even worse the, the local the local vape shop Go on. You can order stuff online, okay? So the other day I was like, ah, fuck, you know, save myself a trip to town. Fuck it. Why even order, bother order, walking order, to get order a couple of bits and pieces anymore. online? Literally an hour later, it turns up at my house. Oh, it was incredible. What? Yeah, because it's like just local, right? So it was like place the order. The order number, the, the confirmation came through. It was like order number 00000000015. So it was like the 15th order that they've ever taken. Sort That's of thing. awesome. It's basically faster than me ordering food. Yeah, like, 
I fucking, fucking oh, yeah. took me longer to get a fucking taxi it the other day. It turned up an hour later, and it was just as well too because I was running really low on juice. So fuck, I was pretty happy. I want to. I want to give a vape shout out to this is this is obviously not a sponsored stream, and I'm not sponsored by them. But I want to give a, a rare shout out for good customer service to Vape Club. Who I recommend. <laughs> I ordered. Are you looking for free shit? I'm not. I ordered Scott's Custard from them, which is my favorite brand of custard mix. And I ordered 20 boxes of the three packs. This is like a lot of vape juice, right? And lasts me for ages. Fuck me, man. How much did you pay for that? Well, because they were stopped. They were going out of like a they thousand bucks like... or something? <laughs> no. So I, they Fuck. called me up. They called me up and they said, uh, Mr. Forsyth, um, about your recent vape order, and I was like, "Oh, maybe they've they've called to award me some kind of certificate for vaping." <laughs> I love how it's just the, <laughs> the most positive dead. outcome ever <laughs> no, predicted. I was like, "Oh wow, maybe I've won something." And he says, "We're out of the Scots custard. We can only give you twelve boxes of it. We're going to need to fill the order out with something else. We're not going to charge you extra. Whatever the difference is, of course, if there's a difference, we'll refund it." Blah blah blah. I chatted to the guy for like five minutes about what could possibly replace Scots custard, and he came up with. Cream puff banana cream, and I was I was doubtful. Man, that's a fucking good show. That sounds delicious. Holy fuck! It is really fucking good. Oh, wait, what brand is this? Because I the brand that I use don't do banana. So like this is cream puff banana. These fucking guys. You walk past the vape shop, and in there are four or five fat guys like (laughs) stood around vaping all fucking day, (laughs) and they've tasted everything, and they know. Do you want a recommendation for a fake fucking juice? They are gonna know. He knew, and we were. He was like recommending it. He was talking about what you know, very smooth, not too much of an aftertaste. You know, not harsh on the back of the throat. Because I was talking about some other flavors. I've got like Dinner Ladies Lemon Tart, which is a little harsh for me. The strawberry one is a little thick, gums up the the coil. But this this is making me want to start vaping. I had pink lemonade, uh, Lewis, and it was pretty nice actually. But but the thing is, I don't want to like. I don't want to drink pink lemonade again. Yeah, I don't want to eat lemon tarts or drink pink lemonade. Right. Are you fucking crazy? You don't want to eat a fucking delicious well, no, because, lemon tart? Because, with like, well, I do uh, want to eat. Of course I do. Some, of course like I do. That, like powdery sugar sprinkled on top? Fuck. But I, but I don't want it because of all the sugar and stuff. I don't want it. I don't want it. I want an oh. alternative that's not... Just got, inhale not gonna, it, Lewis, into your lungs. Yeah, well, exactly. That's why you're, it sounds you, so gotta, attractive. Sometimes you just got to YOLO, Lewis. Christ. I would totally go for a, a, an inhalable lemon tart. Oh. Get on it. Wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, I've got one right here. Zero calories. Open your mouth, make a little <laughs> noise, and I'll blow lemon tart Take in your shit. fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> and then you're going to piss on my ass. Fuck. Oh, hey, I, I, also, I have some other news, guys, that's going to okay. be of no interest to you whatsoever, but a last-minute invite to BlizzCon, and I'm going in, like, uh, two weeks. Grats. Oh, no way. Yeah, me and Shin are Cool. Going. Yeah. That'll be fun. It'd be all yeah. right. We're literally there for BlizzCon. Like I, like I land on Thursday night. BlizzCon's Friday, Saturday, and I leave like Sunday afternoon. So, it's like a real, a real, a, a real quick one. But I think that's yeah. the best way to do BlizzCon. Honestly, it's like the the times I've been before. If you if you stay on too long afterwards, it gets just exponentially more and more depressing because like everybody's yeah. leaving. You're all bummed out. The BlizzCon's done and everything. So it's like I think it's good to just it's leave good, on Sunday. Yeah. And, and like even getting there early, I think is pretty good. But I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to just being there for BlizzCon specifically, and then bam, back home. No, you'll thing. have fun. Terms is going away on Sunday. Where are you going? Sicily. 
Oh, for fuck's sake, man. When, how many fucking times do you go to Italy in a year? Seriously. Why? Because you, well, he had to cancel like, the last like, one, didn't he? All the goddamn time. No, he had to cancel his Valencia trip because of his... Um, oh, Valencia is right. in A, Valencia like is in Spain. Right, yeah, you had to cancel your last one. You're yeah. fucking holiday mad, PFLAX. It's not me, it's God. Mrs. fucking F. And do you know what she's done? Get this. Our flights are at 6.40 in the fucking morning on Sunday. Oh, no. Six fucking forty in the fucking motherfucking bastard morning. I hate that. I, I used morning. to. My parents used to book the flights at that time, and I getting up at three fucking a.m. was just horrific, especially in winter when it was freezing fucking dicking yeah, cold. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be pitch and black. It's like, I've got to wake the kids up before five a.m. in the morning. Oh, and she was shit. like, I was like, how the fuck are we gonna get there on a Sunday morning? She goes, we'll get an Uber. I said, what? We'll get an Uber in Twickenham at half past four on a Sunday morning. Good fucking luck. So she's like, well, we'll have to book a car. I was like, yeah, we will. This is going to suck. I'm going to wake the kids up. They're going to be like, ugh, drag them out of bed. Man, don't Might even put horrible, them to bed. Isn't it? Just do, do my, an all-nighter. <laughs> just keep them up. My, you know what? My eldest came up with a good idea. She said, should we go to bed in our clothes? So we're just ready to go. I was like, that's a fucking great idea. Holy we'll shit. That, drag that's, them out of bed now that's, the, that, that's the daughter I raised to think outside the she's box. She's so fucking smart, man. She came up with that by herself. I was like, that is brilliant. That's a great idea. Yeah, I've, but, I've been what? showing them Lord of the Rings. I think it's inspired mm. something in them, all right? Because I tried, tried. We we've watched it in mm. three parts: Fellowship of the Ring, Extended Edition. Obviously, we're watching that. Jesus, and we've watched it this week in our did, segments. Right? And did they and like it? They fucking loved it. Oh well, that's good. That's good. They fucking loved the first time I showed it to them. They were like, eh, because it was like they wouldn't sit still. But now, now it's a whole thing. They they like they say to me, "Daddy, it's cinema time." I was like, okay. After dinner, turn the lights. We've got to turn all the lights off in the house. Get apart the from one, I, I, I insist on leaving one light on because I'm afraid of the dark. So we're sitting in the sofa there. <laughs> we get the movie rolling. They're like they're cuddling up to me. They're all ready to watch the movie. They fucking loved it. Cried when Boromir died. Cried anytime Frodo cried, which oh, is like man, half of the Boromir, fucking movie. What? That's a tragic tale, though. Like, it is. I don't. And blame the, but them. they completely got it. And my eldest, she goes, even though you know it's coming, it still. He was you just cry. trying to do what was best for his family. Like he didn't. It's just you know my people. Yeah, that's people. it. Fucking. Yeah. You and then at the end, that. at the end, when he says to Aragorn, "I would have followed you to the into the the fires of Mount Doom," and then he says, "What has he said? My my amigo." My best chum, my pal. I think those are the exact lines that he says. Something yeah. like that. And my, wow. yeah, we were all, we were all tearing up. My youngest, the, the best bit. You know when when Peregrine took knocks the armor down that well, <clears throat> and you know the orcs are going to come and get him, and they're they're about to bust through the door, and she was like trembling with fear. I was like, chill out, it's it's cool. She's like really on edge. And then the cave troll busts in, and she was like, "Oh, he's kind of cute." <laughs> nice. Uh, I was like, "All right, good." She's she's dealing with it. The Balrog that didn't scare him at all. The first thing they said was, "Maybe he's a good guy." They don't know. I was like, "Look at him. It's like a demon wreathed in smoke and flame. He breathes fire." They're like, "Well, you don't know." They're like, "Give the Balrog a shot." I like that. They wanted to give him uh, a chance. My, yeah. my, I don't think my kids I, I are, like that. I don't think my kids are quite at. Um, uh, Lord of the Rings appreciation levels yet? Yeah, like, yeah. I don't it's think they like. Yeah. But one thing that they've been enjoying immensely recently is the Swedish Chef from the Muppet Show. Like, honestly, <laughs> he's amazing. He's really oh. fucking funny. Holy shit! But like, they they watch like these YouTube videos. They're like compilation videos of like all the old footage and stuff. And man, they're howling like oh, every time so he does the fucking bork 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 and sends like the <laughs> spoons flying and it's stuff. So good. Oh, they love the it. It's it is very funny though. Like, it's amazing. You forget how funny some of the Muppet Show stuff was. Like, I loved it. Oh, it was great. I yeah. loved it. 
It was my Gate. my childhood was the Muppet Show and Sesame Street. And yeah, for the older yeah. American viewers out there who may remember this show, The Electric Company, which fucking owned. Oh, was I a don't great remember show. that one. I remember I used to watch a show called, um, I think it was like called like uh, Captain Power. I watched that. That was cool. There was this guy. He was like, um, he kind of looked like a like a member of XCOM, you know, like the with the right. with the helmet and like the the armor and stuff. But his armor was like all gold, and he had like this fucking. It wasn't a chair. It was just this thing he like stood in and it like electrocuted him, but it gave him his power. It was really fucking bizarre, but it was like a very 80s thing. It was cool. Captain though. Power and the Soldiers of the Future. That's the one. Wow. Yeah, it was pretty and he nice. Says, power up. And uh, and Bionic 6 was another one that I used to watch I, a I lot I used to well. like um, G-Force and the Battle of, for the, of the Planets, right. which was an anime looking back now that they'd obviously edited for a western tv audience children's audience because it's actually quite brutal but it was fucking amazing they drove around in these awesome vehicles and there was a big chubby green guy who drew flew like a flying owl or something and fucking when i was a kid that that i was so excited when that fucking do you you used to watch like the 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 planets the gi joe cartoons and stuff the problem was by the time i got back from school it was already about 10 minutes into it it was Uh, just badly timed for me at that time but i did i did love it i had loads of fucking gi joe and, uh, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the cartoon as well, that was pretty big. I was too so, old by the time that so came around. That I, was, I was into the original Kirkland Eastman uh, comics that were much darker and were right. then twisted by corporate bastards into the pizza-eating goons that yeah, you well, see. I mean, those are the only the, ones the, I knew, so I watched them and I enjoyed it as well. They had the, the original comics are really fucking good. The party wagon really launched pizzas uh, at, at its foes, so that was what good was enough for me. was it Eastman-led? God, I can't remember. Yeah, Eastman Laird. I've got the fucking <laughs> well, name wrong. Imagine, having a, imagine having a piping hot pizza launched at you from a cannon <laughs> and splattering in your face and giving you third degree burns. Yeah, like, I'm a, geez, pizza comes out of the oven super fucking hot. Oh, fuck, it's delicious. Don't get me wrong, but holy shit, it is hot. Like, you don't you want it on your face. you got to let that sit for a couple of minutes. Yeah, you don't least. want it on your face. No. You know, the, the hottest fucking pizza in the world is those little mini Chicago deep dish Freezer pizzas, they're like the size of, they're like twice the size of a coaster. You know, they're not that big. Yes, they're quite they're thick. Pretty deep, very thick. They come out of the oven. I swear to fucking Christ, if you get that on your mouth, kiss goodbye to your face because right. it's just going to burn if you off. Guys, if you guys want to have a good laugh to, um, to, to brighten up your day at some point, doesn't have to be right now, look up Swedish Chef Spicy Sauce. That one's fucking hilarious. And oh, also okay. Swedish Chef spaghetti is pretty fucking funny too because every once in a while like it's very formulaic right with the swedish chef like the it's very like gag like there's like very like uh recurring gags and stuff like that but every once in a while he'll go like he'll get like he'll he'll get like randomly excited about something and just go (laughs) off on this weird like tangent of excitement and it's yeah. so fucking funny it happens in the spaghetti one and it's really right. good i'm gonna watch these after we finish recording the spicy right. sauce well, well, one well, is, well, is let's, definitely let's go now. a good one let's round off the podcast thank you everyone for listening that was that was that was a hell of a podcast it oh, was, it was, it was great me. to hear about japan from yeah, you yeah really was glad you're back never too. go away yeah. again yeah, don't leave us again. We did no. nothing. Me and we, Sips we didn't even record did anything. Nothing, we just man. fucking we played a bit of Dota. I, th- I, I think played we Blood played Ball. a little bit of Dota, and that's about yeah. it. Yeah, I played XCOM well, start to finish, completed it, 
Um, Man. Yeah. Wait, did you do Holy it on crap. veteran difficulty? Yeah, only veteran. I didn't yeah. do it. Some I guy, started... I, like, the, the series went up. Someone posted on, on the, the, the Yogscast subreddit about it, and some guy's like, only veteran difficulty? Disappointing. And told did me you how do easy Iron it was. Commander is yeah, fucking hard, Iron man. man. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, yeah. I don't want to struggle. Like, I'm streaming this in the evening and in the morning, just having a laugh. It's mainly about naming the characters after the viewers and them seeing how good they get and whether they die or whatever. And we'd already had to restart once. I'm just not... You know, I don't want to Commander play a game is that's really hard. Tough. Yeah. I, I actually would like to complete the expansion. That's why I can't play oh, on Commander. Oh, it's great. Like, I, it's I, great. You know, like maybe in my spare time or something, like I'll have a go at Commander and try to do it. But for the sake of actually like producing content and enjoying yeah, a game and stuff, fuck me. Like, you don't want to have to I fucking think you're probably pull teeth. Get... Jesus. I mean, I, I did, yeah. you know, you know, um, The Long War. I did, a, I, I played The Long War on stream. We got to restart like number 19 before I gave up. Yeah. It was so what? fucking hard. I was just grinding and grinding to try and get through this game. It's just impossible. Like I come around the corner and you pull a pod and it's like 10 aliens Ugh. and then they call in reinforcements. So I was like, how the fuck are you meant to do this? Yeah, that's like nuts. I don't even care how good you are. You're going to have to pull out. And but you, that, like, like, like a mod like that is designed for people who like live and breathe that game. It's not like, yeah, yeah. you know, I've, I, I'll, I'll finish that game like a couple of times in my life sort of thing. I'll yeah, never get yeah. to the point where like I can, you know, perfectly min-max and like flawlessly complete the game. Like yeah. it's it's not it's not about that for me, I don't think. Like I get we had, we had one thing that helped us out with this run that made it easy. You know the way the factions, in, maybe you don't, in War of the Chosen, you meet these factions and they can give you little perks that you can sort of select. Uh -huh, and for the right. next month, that perk will be in existence. One of the perks I unlocked, because they're random cards that you basically draw, was that if I discover the aliens on my turn, on their next turn, they only get one action. So they oh, basically oh, mix wow. up turn. It was, it was like easy mode with that on. Because I just what? discovered them with um, my these, the Reaper guy, the invisible guy. We pull them, they get, they get to move, and then we fucking kill them. Like, that was it. It was brutal. Yeah, well, I got one recently which was like, um, increase the turn timer uh, by two, you know, for like countdown missions. Sort of thing, you know, right. like where it's like, yo, you got six turns before you have to rescue the guy or whatever. And I find that super helpful because some of those missions are so fucking tight, you know, like well, you can't. I, I just changed the options of the game. So I doubled the, the length of all the missions and I doubled the length of the dark event turn time. Oh, the, right, the, the, okay. the countdown, because it's just too hard otherwise. Gosh. I just get bored. I just have to constantly restart. You're constantly battling. Uh, like even when your dudes aren't healthy. Now they've added this mechanic in where your dudes get tired. And That's you have to it, rest yeah. them. Yeah. And I'm like, Jesus. And if you chuck them in, their will is all fucked and they get, they get I mean, my guys had all phobias. One of them was like afraid yeah. of mechs. One of them was afraid of other people panicking. I was it's like, Jesus. Yeah, it was great. We gotta go. Right. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. By the way, one one final uh, thing. Congratulations oh, on getting oh, yeah, yeah. Congratulations on getting legend in Hearthstone tips. Oh, oh yeah. thanks. Um, yeah, God. I don't yeah. know if That's I'm gonna get it this month. It's like really hard, but yeah, last month was great. Fuck it was really good. You you fucking pulled it out of the bag there. Alright, we're going. Thanks everyone. Bye. Peace out. Bye. Bye. Bye.